This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. A free-for-all Friday. You're asking to hear something I don't want to say. But if I do say it, I think you ought to hear it. You got anything on your chest besides your chin, you better get it off. All right, then you asked for it. Yes, we did. So lay it on us. Free-for-all Friday means you set the tone. Here is Libby Snymer. Good afternoon and a welcome to this Free For All Friday. And there is a lot to talk about today. Uh, I know that people are really concerned about the possible QP strike. When we were talking to Fred Hahn yesterday, the phone lines just went kind of wow. And uh, I could not take all of the calls, so I will be happy to take them today. Now, the other topic, as Bob alluded to, is whether we should bring back a mask mandate. And I have a story here that I have to share with you. It is just, as we say, too good, but maybe it's really too bad. So what is exploding is that the Chief Medical Officer of Health, Kieran Moore, Three days after he made a very strong recommendation for us to mask up, was at a party last night, a very crowded party, and he was maskless, and he was close to a lot of other people. Now, if you want to see those pictures, they're all over Twitter, or Google it, you can probably find it. So, here again is is the situation. It was a party for Toronto Life, the magazine's designation of the most influential people. Uh, Kieran Moore was, by the way, number 12. And, and he was number 12 for, quote, keeping us safe. Uh, but here he was three days ago. He said he didn't want to impose a mandate. He talked about the triple threat. We have been telling you about the dire situation in our emergency rooms. He told people to mask up. And lo and behold, a few days later, he's partying with no mask. And uh, I believe it was a day before that, that the premier, Doug Ford, took flack for not wearing a mask in the house. So I'm thinking, you know, Doug Ford said he'd just uh, follow what the chief medical officer of health has said. So I I guess that's what it is. So I, I want to know what, what you think. Uh, is this kind of the ultimate hypocrisy? Again, chief medical officer, Kieran Moore, three days after telling us all that we really should mask up, partying in a very close atmosphere with lots of unmasked people, and he also unmasked. The numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And let us go right to the phones. We've got Terry in Mississauga. Hi, Terry. Uh, hi, I'm uh, calling regarding this strike that's looming for Monday. I don't think there's any need for a strike at all. All they have to do 
if two sides can't come to an agreement, is to bring in an arbitrator that is agreeable to both sides uh, and have them iron it out while there's if they can't come to that agreement, and whichever side doesn't want the arbitrator, that's the side that has the problem. Uh, and my other question, one question I wanted to ask was, this Stephen Leachy, the uh, education minister, does he have a family at all? Uh, what do you mean? Is he, he, he doesn't have a wife and kids, if that's what you mean. He's yeah, a young guy. That's what I mean. Uh, but he, I mean, obviously he has family. Um, oh, I understand that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that is uh, relevant, but no, he does not have kids in school. And one of the things I that the think so. that the union keeps saying is that all their people who are threatening to strike also have kids in school. Yeah, I um, understand but, that. Yeah. So but, uh, if if they decide to have this. Uh, Bring in the mediator, and whichever side doesn't want the mediator, then you know that's the problem. Uh, I think they've had a mediator, and that broke down. Yeah, I'd have to look it up. You know, they're too far apart. But yeah. now that they've uh, realized that they did away with that notwithstanding clause, they probably got a little closer. And whatever they're at there now, bring in the mediator. Don't have any strike. Have the kids still in school, <clears throat> and let the mediator decide what would be fair for both sides, and both sides would agree to it. Okay, Terry, thanks for that. Well, you know, it's interesting that when Doug Ford uh, brought in that legislation, taking away their right to strike, and using the notwithstanding clause, and got criticized for doing that, he said, hey, it's just another tool in the toolbox. And... Two days later, two days after rescinding that legislation, the union issues a new strike deadline, and uh, they say the same thing. Hey, it's just another tool in our toolbox. And uh, all I can say is, people, there are some tools in the toolbox that can be very dangerous to use unless you really know what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting that both sides seem to revert to the most, uh, how would I characterize it, the, the nuclear option, the, the, you know. So we'll see how it worked out. Uh, yesterday on our Tune Into the Town panel, our own David Crombie predicted that they would reach a deal. And um, it's interesting that in the first go-around with this, public sympathy was on the side of the unions to a huge degree. I'm not sure that's the case anymore, and I'm sure that they are uh, really paying attention to that. So let us get to some more calls. Sita in Mississauga. Hi, Sita. Hi, Libby. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good, good. Hanging in here. So the union is milking this now. There should not be any strikes since the government offered them like a three plus percent wage increase. And most of it is going to the lower salary earners. Like they did give them the two tier level hike. So why is the union adding on more demands when 
Well, we don't know if this is more demands. I mean, in in you know, we don't know exactly what's in those offers. Exactly. But uh, we don't know that that. So their headline demand was the wages and mm-hmm. the increase in staff and in service. Uh, it might have been in there since the beginning. I don't think it's a new. I mean, I I can't imagine that it. They just pulled it out of a hat out of blue. Uh, but uh, yeah, the government is kind of harping is uh, emphasizing the what they've what they've offered and then the union is talking about this other demand and I asked Fred Hahn yesterday it's like hey uh, there's labor shortages everywhere serious labor shortage so even if the government said yes to you really are you really going to find all those new union members doing that work and uh, he was pretty sure he would I'm not so sure. Anyway, Sita, thanks for your call. Thank you so much, Dick. And and again, uh, I don't uh, remember what Sita thought in the go-around, but uh, I think it's starting to turn. Uh, there's a, a big demonstration planned for Queen's Park. Uh, a woman who is the head of a parents group, she doesn't like either side. But she isn't supporting the unions and doesn't think they should go out on strike. So we'll have to see how that uh, plays out. Let us go to Simone in Parkdale. Hi, Simone. Hi, Libby. I just yes, you're referring to Dr. Moore. I think he, he was a bad example. Um, I think people should not go by the uh, example of the, the authorities. That we know that the pandemic is, uh, you know, they're all talking about it coming back and uh, more people are getting sick. People should go by the common sense and just mask up. And uh, they should also go for the grocery stores and every and every place where people are uh, gathering, you know, and that. So having said that, um, you you meant you were, spoke to someone who. To a doctor on COPD the other day, mm-hmm. I just missed uh, I missed half of it. But uh, I, I have it, and um, I find uh, there was an article in a little magazine called Women's World last year about a woman who had it, and she found on the internet um, said several suggestions about pineapple juice. And pineapple juice. I, I, if you want to hear what our expert said. We have a podcast, uh, and go listen to the podcast. Uh, but uh, sorry, uh, uh, I am uh, not giving airtime to people oh. who say that oh, pineapple no, juice is a cure. Uh, Simone, oh, no, it's not a cure. Well, it's whatever cure. it is, Simone, no, it thanks works. for your call. Yeah. That's that's one thing that, sorry, people, I mean, people have all kinds of ideas about what's good and what's bad and what's, I mean, there are people who think asparagus cures cancer. Uh, so, uh, sorry, you can, uh, y- you have to be really careful about what you read on the internet and who it comes from. And that goes to both financial information and certainly medical information. And again, I want to know what people think about our top doctor partying without a mask in a very crowded space just three days after telling the rest of us to mask up and warning us about the so-called triple threat that we are facing now that we know all about, uh, because there's a crisis in our emergency rooms because of it. Uh, so the numbers again, 416-360-0740, toll free, 
1-866-744-740. Let's go to Margaret in Kitchener. Hi, Margaret. Oh, hello. Oops, I got a frog in my throat. I, I, I lived through all the epidemics, depression, two wars. Not two wars. Yeah, two wars. Um, I'm a little bit nervous here. Um, I, I'm of the opinion that everything should be closed down for two weeks. Everything's quarantined. Nobody should go outside or inside. Just stay where you are for two weeks, and this whole thing will blow away. Oh, you're talking about a lockdown. I don't think there's a lot of appetite for that, but thanks for your call, Margaret. I am looking at the clock, and it is time for our first break. So I'll give you the numbers again before we go to break. And again, if you did not hear this at the top, I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm transfixed by this, that just three days after telling the public that we should all mask up, that there's a triple threat, Kieran Moore, the chief medical officer of health, is photographed partying uh, in a very crowded room without a mask. And the event, by the way, looks like it had the potential to be a super spreader event. So uh, uh, I'd like to know what you think of that. And it, it was also a couple of days after Doug Ford took flat for not wearing a mask uh, in the legislature. And uh, he always says that he'll do what Kieran Moore says and does. So there you go. Right now, we've got to take this break. Again, We'll be back on the other side of it, and the numbers are 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer. When one considers the meaning of life, it is a struggle between alternative viewpoints of life itself. A free-for-all Friday. And without the ability to defend one's own viewpoint against other, perhaps more aggressive ideologies, then reasonableness and moderation could quite simply disappear. Name your topic and be as deep as you like, as long as there's a point in there somewhere. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this free-for-all Friday. As always, there's a lot to talk about, and uh, I'm just shaking my head at this story that's blowing up on social media, at least, uh, and that is that the Chief Medical Officer of Health, Kieran Moore, uh, was, is, has been photographed partying in very close, crowded quarters without a mask just three days after he told the rest of us to mask up because we are facing a triple threat. Uh, so let's go right to the phones. We've got Cheryl in Kingston. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I just want to say that I am profoundly disappointed with Dr. Moore and his non-masking. I really thought he was better than what we hear. And I just don't understand why leaders can't seem to lead. <laughs> you know, so you mask up because it works. Uh, you ask a very good question. How, why uh, do leaders not lead? And, and you've got to understand, uh, 
if you're a leader, that it applies to you and you kind of have to do the things that you're asking other people to do. Otherwise, uh, it's certainly not a good look. Now, you're from Kingston, which is where he's from. Uh, That's right. And in Kingston, when he was in Kingston, he did a truly outstanding job. And what so is- when he went to the province, I was so hopeful. Now, not so much. And I think the other things that politicians need to get is when you go into the political arena, you're in the fishbowl. You better do the right thing, because if you don't, it's going to come to light and it won't be pretty. Well, exactly. I, I think, uh, you know, I, I have asked about this before because I, I uh, have not been overwhelmed by his performance even before this. And people say, well, he's dealing with politics. He's probably dipping his toe in politics. And with this, as I said, he's at this party because he is named the 12th most influential person in Toronto for 2022. I, I mean, who knows how they decide. Uh, so I think he might have his head turned by he's like a bit of a celebrity now. And well, I'm sure people recognize him on the street, which you would think would make him careful about whether he's masked or not masked. But maybe uh, his head is a little turned by all of that but, attention. But don't you think there's something to do with personal integrity here absolutely. and the responsibility of the position? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm just trying to think like what what could be going on here? Like the the question when you look at something like that is what is he thinking? He's I mean not seriously. Thinking or else he's brain dead. Okay. On that note, Cheryl, thanks very much. Have a great one. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Bye bye. Okay, the numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And uh, I'm a little transfixed by this story uh, that's blowing up about the chief medical officer of health partying, partying in very close quarters without a mask after telling all of us to mask up. Um Maybe there's somebody out there who's willing to give him a pass on this. I mean, after all, he was just named the 12th most influential person in Toronto. Uh, so the number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And let's go to Leon in Toronto. Hello, Leon. Hi, Libby. Uh, I'm 80 years old, very susceptible to this new Omicron, it does not surprise me that Dr. Moore did what he he did because he's more than dipped his toes into politics. He basically obeys what Premier Ford suggests or dictates to him. So he does that duty. The economy keeps rolling. People get sicker and sicker. Kiddies get sicker and no mandate for masks. All right, everyone's afraid of the mask mandate now. Uh, politicians are terrified are against the 25% that would be against it. But he can lead by example. He hasn't. It shows he doesn't really care. He just does his job. What Ford tells him, he does. It isn't the opposite way. 
him advising the Ford. That's not so. If that was the case, there would be uh, a lot more uh, done. So, who's surprised? It's obnoxious. It is careless. It does not take into account the health things on the kiddies or people of my age. Okay, thank you for that, Leon. Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, that is obviously speculation about, uh, you know, uh, who is in the lead here if if Ford is directing him. Uh, But you can be political and do what you are pretty sure the right political move is without actually being directed to do that. So uh, we don't know what that is. And... We have John in Waterloo. Hi, John. Wait a minute. John, you are a first-time caller, so welcome. Thanks for calling. Thanks, thanks for having me. My, my comment is that uh, the, the, the people in Paris to say, do as I say, not as I do, and I believe he should be fired. Hmm. You think he should be fired for this? Absolutely. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, what's your reaction to it? I mean, what do you think? Well, as I said already, do as I say, not as I do. I don't you know, it's typical of people in that position of power. Okay. Well, you raise a very good point, John. Thank you very much for your call. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, people. So John in Waterloo says uh, this is a firing offense. Uh, Dr. Moore should be fired for this. What do you think? Is that too harsh or should he, in fact, be fired for this? Uh, um, Again, you know, he's the guy. He made the recommendation. And again, I mean, does anybody have any theories? Because I look at that and I think, what on earth was he thinking? I mean, clearly he's not a stupid guy. Uh, and it's interesting, you know, last night I went to a big event for the first time in a long time. And actually, I had no idea that it was going to be as uh, big as it was. It was 800 people at the Royal York. And the the first part, the cocktail part was actually very crowded. So uh, I put a mask on, um, not because I was listening to Dr. Moore, but because I was terrified. And we did move into kind of the less crowded part of the thing, but very few people were wearing masks. And I could see there, so it's, it's you know, it's like a black tie event, and people are dying to go out, and it was um, an event honoring women, and a lot of women were there very dressed up, and I can get why they didn't really feel like wearing a mask. There were gowns there, but, uh, you know, you've got to wonder what the ramifications are going to be. And uh, I did take off my mask when we sat down at the table. But uh, like I said, I, I wore a mask because I was frightened. Anyway, the numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free one 866 And should... Kieran Moore be fired for this. We had one caller who just suggested that. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe 
the opposition will do the same. Interesting. We'll see how this plays out. Let us go to the phones. Arlene and Lindsay. Hi, Arlene. Hi, Libby. How are you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. I think he should be fired for sure. In other words, he's typical of do as I say, but not as I do, which is typical of government at this point. But my question is, who wants to get sick? I mean, we, do you really want to get these, contract these viruses, whatever they are, when a mask can make darn sure that you're not going to? Whenever I go anywhere now where there's, where there's crowds, I'm always wearing a mask. I don't want their cooties. Now, there's a word for you that hasn't been used for years, but I don't want their germs. I don't want them in my face. I don't want anything to do with what they're carrying, because you never know. That's the problem. Whenever you go anywhere. One day, I was in the grocery store, and there was a woman, no mask, standing over the green peppers, literally oh coughing her head off. Oh, God. And I thought, this woman should be removed from the store. Hmm. Nobody was in masks. I was, of course. But I'm just saying, I watched her cough all over the green pepper. <laughs> and I thought, this is crazy. Is this... <laughs> What can I say? I think on that day, maybe you should have got red pepper. I didn't even go near the peppers. I did the 360 and I went the whole other way because she was hacking it like a good thing. And I thought, this is crazy. But this is how people are. I can do what I want, when I want, etc. And that is the same with Moore. I'm going to do what I want, when I want. And so the consequences will be paid by everybody, especially when with Christmas is coming. And then they put the restrictions on. And then you can't have all your family, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, I can't imagine that we're, we will be going back there for I hope any not, reason. But I'm, it's, I hope it doesn't happen. But I'm just saying, they're the first ones to end up at the hospital, too, with their demands. I'm sick. Make me better. And, again, no regard to the nurses and doctors who are on the front lines. That's my beef for today. I hope you have a good day. Thank you, Arlene. Take care. Okay. Okay, so uh, that's two people who think Kieran Moore should be fired. What do you think? Should he be fired? And I encourage you, those of you who are near a computer, you know, have a look at those pictures. Have a look at those pictures. There's quite a number of them. And, uh, well, I... He looked like he was really enjoying himself, and I hope so, because the fallout from it is, uh, uh, I'm sure uh, he is uh, perhaps regretting it. And uh, I would bet that there will be some type of apology coming. And uh, I would also bet that the opposition uh, it might be calling for his head. Okay, so let us get back on the roads, uh, the roads, let us get back to the phones. And uh, we have a couple of other topics here. Uh, so Pat in Toronto. Hi, Pat. Hi, Libby. Um, we've been all talking around the around the, the, the key problem here. The problem is Doug Ford. I think that Mr. Or Dr. Moore is simply trying to uh, stay in the, the good books of Doug Ford. And, you know, that is why it, he, Doug Ford should be the primary influencer in the province. And he isn't one who wants masks. Okay, just to recap, this was 
a party. I don't I think. I realize that. I realize I, that. I don't think Doug Ford told him to go to the party. No, no, no. And, I'm, I'm not saying he told him. Yeah. But the point is, Doug Ford. It, I mean, it's very similar to what happened in the in the UK with uh, the Prime Minister Major. Um, uh, so I mean, and and my point is, we've got a whole number of things that that associated with Doug Ford. That, and let me just rhyme them off very quickly. No, we no, can, it's okay. Don't, no, don't. Let, let's, the, let's try. The, let's, tr- let's try to to stick to the topic. Okay. So, enough. and by the way, Doug Ford was named number three most influential on this right. particular list. But I, I bet he was not. I didn't see him in the pictures there. I wasn't at the the party, but uh, I don't think he was even there. So, uh, but does does. Does Kieran Moore have personal responsibility for doing that three days after telling the rest of us to mask up as the top authority? He goes to a crowded party without a mask. Does he not bear personal responsibility? Is it all Doug's fault? No, it's not all Doug's fault. But let's be at least positive. Our death rate in Canada is one third of what the death rate has been in the U.S. So we do have things to be thankful for. But unfortunately, uh, you know, our our politics in this province are being influenced by one person. And it isn't just on this issue. It's also on the teachers. It's also on the green belt. And the green belt has now got other issues involved. And now this latest one is uh, the change or the proposed change. Uh, to uh, what is required to pass bills at the uh, 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 City of Toronto. Okay, thanks, Pat, for your call. Uh, Let us go to Victor in Burlington. Okay, thanks, Pat. Okay, no, 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 you have to turn down your radio. Okay, hold on, please. I'll do that. A reminder, (laughs) there's a delay on the radio, people. If you're on the air, you can't have the radio going. Victor, are you back? Are you back there, Victor? Victor, are you there? Your last chance. Back. There we go. I turned it right off. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. You're on the air. Well, I'm telling you because... I'm talking about how petty, petty people are with the lives of other people. Saying, well, let's fire the guy because he, he went to a party. That's petty. You know, like, they, what do they, they expect? Okay, so the guy made a choice. He went, he went to a party, and he chose not to have a man. That's his personal decision. And he said, well, let's fire the guy. Let's, let's get rid of the politician. Let's fire him. And yeah, that, to me, is really petty. You're picking on the little thing. Also, that thing about in Ottawa. What did the people expect? Why, why are they wasting taxpayers' money to do an investigation? For what? What are they going to do? It's already been done and over with, and now all of a sudden, we're we're going to investigate. Let's let's fire some more people. Whatever. My God, the, the politics are on in Ontario right now, and some the uh, attitudes of some people are very very petty. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, uh, Victor, you are the first person that we've heard from that wants to give Doctor Moore a pass, and you're saying it's his personal choice. But other people say, well, hey, he is the top doctor, and he told us all it was his strong recommendation to mask up in indoor spaces 
And uh, when you're in a leadership position like that, I think you've got to walk the walk and not just talk the talk. But I'm sure there are other people out there who think, give the guy a pass and please give us a shout and let me know if that's how you feel. Otherwise, uh, let me know if you think, ooh, that uh, he should be punished and uh, should that uh, go into firing him. Let's hear from Rachel in Brampton. Hi, Rachel. Thank you very much for taking my call, uh, Lizzie. You're very welcome. Uh, This is is a hot topic, definitely, because I got COVID last week after two years, not having COVID, and my husband, of course, brought, brought it from school. He's a teacher. You wear masks, but none of the kids wearing masks. Yeah. Like, this upset me because he's the top doctor, and then he's saying everybody should wear masks. And here he is not, you know, not, he's not an example. Why would other people follow what he has to say, right? <laughs> it's, just, it's just because he didn't even enforce it in school. None of the kids wear it. So I, got, I had an underlying condition, thank God, for the vaccine because I got vaccinated all five vaccines. Right. Yep. Um, yep. That's um, that's. I I hear you. Do you think Kieran Moore should be fired for this? Definitely. He's the top the top guy who's advising people not to do certain things. I mean, he's nobody. I'm saying he's not just any local. You know, just like us. He's just a top top guy advising all of us in terms of health what we should we should do. And then here he's, he's not following his his own rules. Well, yeah, a lot of people would agree with that. Um, Rachel, thank you very much for your call. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay, we've got to take another break, but uh, I am keen to hear more opinions on the Kieran Moore thing. Should he be fired? Should he just apologize? Or should we give him a pass? So far, most people that we have called in today uh, say he should be fired. And we had one caller saying we're being petty, that it was his personal choice. And so what? He went to a party and didn't ask. So let me know what you think. The numbers to call 416-360-0740. Toll-free, 1-866-744-740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer, a free-for-all Friday. Step up, say your piece, and we promise not to interrupt. Just be lively about it. We have a lot of listeners hanging on your every word. Here is Libby Snymer. Welcome back to this Free For All Friday. And uh, we've been talking about this story. Dr. Karen Moore, Chief Medical Officer of Health, partying in close quarters without a mask three days after telling the rest of us to mask up to ward off the triple threat. And I think we have a second caller who wants to give him a pass. So let's hear from Bill in Toronto. Hi, Bill. Hey. Yeah, well, I don't agree with cancel culture uh, right off the bat. But if you, I, I guess it's the hypocrisy that everybody's worried yeah. about. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I've got some hypocrisy. Have you been following the uh, the Emergencies uh, Act, the investigation up in Ottawa? Okay, let's not change the subject. So... No, no, this is what it's about. It's about the hypocrisy. Now, you got Marco Mendocino up there who said in the House of Commons 13 times the police were the ones that told that asked him for the Emergencies Act. And you've had every police, the OPP, the, the RCMP, the whole nine yards of them. The guy's a liar. And you're worried about a guy putting on a mask and you've got politicians up there lying? I mean, we've we got to focus where the real problems are. Okay, here. politicians lying, this just in. So uh, the, the, the convoy protest is done. And it it was a legal requirement to have this inquiry and uh, paying some attention to it, not at this point really close attention. I'll wait to see if people who are actually sitting through it uh, can sort of make heads or tails about who is lying. I wouldn't be surprised if they're all kind of lying. But this is a hypocrisy that affects our lives and our health. And, well, so and does the emergency. When, when okay, well, well I can't, away, we can't fire Justin Trudeau until the next election, if that's what we want to do. Yeah, so we can expose his hypocrisy. Okay, well, I think, okay, Bill, for but let's talk about Kieran Moore. So are you giving him a pass, or should we fire Absolutely. him? Absolutely. I think if that's, if that's all you got to do is chase after that guy for not wearing a mask on one occasion, I think uh, th- there's much bigger fish to fry. Okay. That's just what I wanted to hear. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, y- you you can deflect. Like sometimes uh, you ask somebody, what about, in this case, Dr. Moore? And they say, never mind. I want to talk. What about the Emergencies Act? So, you know, we can talk about all of these things, really. We can talk about all of these things and, um, you know, the Emergencies Act. I haven't talked about it too much. Like I said, I have paid attention to it, especially at the beginning, but really um, not close attention in the last few days. And, you know, we have to wait till there's uh, sorted out because with a lot of those things, the best way to have a really clear view of it is to sit there all day and be a reporter. And I'm sitting here. So there we go. We have full phone lines. Let's go to Carmine and Vaughn. Hello, Carmine. Good morning. Oh, good afternoon. Uh, I'm listening to people who are saying that we should give uh, uh, Dr. Karen Moore a pass. Uh, in my opinion, uh, those people uh, don't think properly like everybody else. He should be fired immediately. Because uh, when he said that mask up for the good of your neighbors, your children, your grandparents, your parents, and all society, mask up, otherwise the world will end. He should be gone and never be seen again. Okay, Carmine. I, I think I know where you stand. Thanks for your call. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, Daryl in Toronto. Hi, Daryl. Hello, everybody. Um, I just wanted to kind of I almost double down on what Pat had said. My, my theory, to 
explain all this, put everything in context. Firstly, Dr. Moore is, he's no longer acting like a doctor, you know, do no harm and Hippocratic oath and that. He is just, to me, he's just a stooge of, you know, the conservative government, and, and that's why he's there. And I think he, you know, if you don't want to fire him, that's one thing, but I think his boss should be fired. And the context I'm looking at is, it seems to me that everything that's going on with Doug Ford from notwithstanding clauses and refusing to testify in Ottawa, he is trying to position himself to take over once the conservative caucus tires of Polyev and realizes that he's not going to get them into power in a general election. But there's a strong conservative guy, Doug Ford, I guess we can call him El Duge or something like that. And he's just doing everything to position himself for that. Okay, Daryl. These, these people, that once they've got your vote, you know, and I think this explains what Dr. Moore was doing, they consider themselves better than the people that voted them in. Okay, Daryl, thanks for that. Uh, I have to say, whatever you think about Doug Ford, in this case, it is a question of personal responsibility for somebody who is in a very senior position, right? Regardless of whether he's trying to curry favor with Doug Ford or do what Doug Ford wants him to do and who knows. But uh, he is the guy, he's got the title, he's got the platform, he's been using it. So to me, this instance This is about leadership and personal responsibility. But we have somebody else who wants to give him a pass, and it's Trevor in Guelph. Hi, Trevor. Oh, hi there. Thank you for taking my call. You're very welcome. Go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, I just think we need to give him a pass. I think people are getting pretty excited about uh, something pretty pretty silly. Um, I know everyone really wants to push for a mandate in Ontario, and, and I've seen these polls on CTV saying, you know, 70% of people support mask mandates, but I don't see that because I don't see people wearing masks. So it, reality doesn't really support those polls. Um, I, I think if Kiermore can just kind of do, do what he wants, maybe he's telling people to mask up because that's what people want to hear, and maybe him personally not wearing a mask, that's, that's his choice. Uh, well, I mean, you know, what I... Um, getting from a lot of people, especially small business owners, is that, yeah, they want to mask up, but they don't want to be the person that's telling their customer to do it or their uh, whoever it is. Uh, They don't want to take the responsibility for it, which I think is why a lot of people want a mask mandate. Also, uh, you know, if... uh, you or I are wearing masks and no one else is. Uh, you know, we had a caller whose husband came home with COVID. He wears a mask, but the kids in the class don't wear masks. Uh, and she got it and she got it worse than he did. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess if that's the case, if he's wearing a mask, and <laughs> how well is that mask working for him? Well, right? like, I mean, they're it, not just because foolproof. it's not mandate isn't stopping people from wearing masks. You can go ahead and wear a mask. Everyone that wants to wear a mask, Go ahead and wear a mask. But uh, I think trying to force everybody else to do it is, is silly. We've never done this before in history, um, you know, before COVID. And it, I don't know how effective it really was now that we're looking back. Hindsight's twenty twenty, But, 
Yeah. Well, the, there some have been a couple of a there. There have been some studies showing that it's very effective, but anyway, yeah, I, I some studies that show the opposite. So uh, I, mean, I didn't. It depends which source you want to believe or read. You know. Well, I mean, yeah, my. I I uh, we'll all look back at this in a few years and, and we'll have a good laugh over this. Huh? Okay. Uh, yeah, that was kind of veering off into I don't know what. Though I take it he thinks that we should give. Dr. Moore, a pass. Joseph in Toronto, what do you think? Hello. Hello, Libby. Thanks for taking my call. I don't believe he should be fired. Um, I mean, who does that? Uh, how many jurisdictions have actually fired the top dog? Uh, oh, they the just did it in Alberta for an opposite reason. But go ahead. They just fired. Yeah, I, and I'm sure it's out there, Libby. But I, I, one of your previous callers was saying, is it trivial? Uh, to some degree, I think it is. Let's move on. Uh, we got bigger things to deal with with these um, pandemics that we're all dealing with. But I don't think he should be fired. No, absolutely not. And the other thing I wanted to mention was just the reaction that we saw through social media with our prime minister at the summit with the Chinese uh, president. I think, you know what, in all fairness, I think he handled himself well. Uh, Why Trudeau? Why our prime minister? Uh, Do they maybe see him weak on the world stage? I don't know. But I think his reaction was good because at the end of the day, we are Canada. We can speak uh, and say what we have to say. And, um, we all know where Russia stands on freedom of speech. So I um, I congratulate our prime minister on that. Okay. And Joseph, I, I see on uh, the little note here that you don't think Moore should be fired, but you do think he should be rep- reprimanded. Is that right? Well, I, I, I think he should be spoken to. Um, uh, there, there, there needs to be a discussion there because I know the premier uh, touched on it and it's sort of... Um, got him a little bit hot um but yeah what what is his clear position if he's going to be talking to ontarians uh then yeah let's be clear about that let's maybe set the bar uh maybe he needs to come out and maybe clarify that masks are not mandatory let you know let him clarify what he maybe really meant to get out there Okay, thank you for that, Joseph. Joseph also liked what the Prime Minister said to the Chinese at that summit. And uh, we were talking about that the other day, uh, yesterday, actually. And uh, that looked good on the Prime Minister because uh, there's, uh, there's been a perception that he is too soft on China and has been. So I think that having one tough conversation certainly works for him at home. Uh, again, uh, we do have a few minutes left in the show, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. Let's go to Ron in Guelph. Hi, Ron. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Libby. I'll, take, I'll make it really quick. Um, did Dr. Moore break the law? No, he didn't. So that's one point. Shouldn't he possibly be censured for um, uh, in the media or whatever for not wearing it? Um, possibly, uh, but should he be fired for it? No. Hmm. Um, having said that, when I'm driving my school bus, I've got a mask on because there's a lot of kids. It's close quarters. If you're riding the TTC, it's a busy bus. It's a busy streetcar. You probably want to be wearing a mask. If I'm in a grocery store and it's uh, quiet, there's not that many people in there. 
probably won't be wearing a mask inside the store. Yeah, well, you, you're using your judgment, and it depends on how crowded uh, the space you're in is. Uh, well, but you made, yeah, you, yeah. I mean, you made a choice last night. You said, "Oh, oh, well, you know what? There's an awful lot of people in this space, even at the Royal York, and I think I'm going to mask up." Um, would you have done the same thing if there was only a hundred people there? Probably not. Well, it depends. If it was a hundred people, all. Uh, kind of uh, in close quarters, the end, yeah, I would have. But if it was 100 people kind of spread out, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I if I'm, as I said, if I'm outdoors, I don't wear it if I'm outdoors. If I'm, if I... N- nobody if says you call, should. Like, it's a judgment call depending on where you are. As I said, if I'm in, there's a lot of people around me, as I said, on the transit or whatever. Um, as I said, and I'm wearing one when I'm driving the kids on the bus. Um, that's, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Ron, for your call. Uh, let us see. We've got Teresa in Etobicoke. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Libby. Uh, thanks for taking the call. Um, I've enjoyed this program. You're doing really well, really good with it. Uh, I think that uh, personally, I'll just say this. I wear a mask whenever I think I should, but I think in this case, uh, Dr. Moore, he didn't, uh, he didn't mandate anything, so he didn't break any rules, so he shouldn't be fired. I don't even think it's a question of being fired. People can be unhappy with it, whatever, but uh, nothing like that. He didn't mandate it, but he told the rest of us to mask that we should be wearing masks in indoor spaces. He absolutely well, told us that. Yes, but it's not mandated, so I feel he didn't break it. No, he didn't break any rules, according to me. That's okay, all. okay, Teresa, thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay, Bye. we we have time, a little bit of time. Let's go to Brian and Mimico. And Brian, you want to talk about QP? Uh, yeah. First off, the doctor. You know, I guess it's the case of do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, Let no kidding. But uh, you know, the the other day, the QP president said something very telling in her attitude and everything else. She pointed out that CUPE and the the government unions were the biggest, most powerful unions in the country. And these are from unions that never used to exist and, quite frankly, shouldn't exist. And that's the problem. They exist, and they are the biggest and most powerful. And it's not like... You know, your company uh, isn't giving you a good deal. You go on strike, it affects the company. When they go on strike, it affects everyone, the government, the people, the children, everything. They should not exist. But once again, thanks to Pierre Trudeau and his totally unnecessary, over-the-top charter rights and freedoms, rights, rights, and more rights, everybody complains and bitches about their rights. So we had to let them unionize. Okay, uh, Brian, I've got to let you go. I'm out of time. Thanks for your call. And that is all the time we have for Fight Back for today and for this week. Uh, We'll be back here on Monday and we'll talk then. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.